Welcome to NWA Nuggets with Altitude. I'm your host, Derek Lee, alongside Drew Gherkin. Drew, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, we'd like to apologize in advance for not having put out a podcast in recent weeks. It's been uh, pretty busy around here lately with school and everything, but uh, we'll try to bring some new content to you in the near future. Uh, recapping the last few Nuggets games, there's been Four Nuggets games since we last had a podcast, mm-hmm. so it's definitely been a while. Nuggets faced off against Golden State at home, followed by another home game against Sacramento. Then they went on the road to play the Lakers, and finally they played a home game against New Orleans yesterday. So just recapping the Golden State game, the Nuggets were able to come away with the win. Um, what did you think about that game, Drew? I mean... I didn't think they looked great, but they sure got the the job done. Um, my biggest takeaway was Jamal Murray's performance. He only had three points in 26 minutes. That's just really not the production we're looking for. But, I mean, he's still averaging 16.7 points per game this season. And that's pretty impressive, that stat, since there's only been, they're what, four and, four and one, right? Five and one? Yeah, five and one. Five and one. So in six games, and he scored three points in, in, in one of those games. But still a really good stat. I really like how they, they look defensively. I mean, I thought Torrey Craig was a very good standout player when he guarded uh, Kevin Durant and just mm. how well he defended the ball. And uh, even Jokic, I was really impressed with his defense. He uh, There was a couple times he got switched on to LeBron James. I mean, uh, a couple times, and he still looked fine too. So I think overall, the, the defense looked really well. And that's definitely what won the game for him. And quite frankly, this this Golden State team is like easily the hottest team in the NBA right now. So it's just that's just amazing that they held them to under a hundred points. So yeah, I would agree that Jamal definitely needs to do better in these kinds of situations, especially against a team like the Golden State Warriors. But another positive that came from that game is that aside from Steph Curry, who had thirty points. The Nuggets were actually able to keep the rest of the big four relatively quiet as uh, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Draymond Green combined for 39 points. So that's all you can ask for, really, is if you shut down the rest of the big four and only leave one to score all the points, that's pretty good defense for the Nuggets. Uh, Gary Harris and Nikola Jokic also had great games. Both had over 25 points. Uh, the bench also came through when it mattered. They are all pluses. Um even though Torrey Craig is a starter, he's typically a bench player, as you mentioned before. He did a really good job uh, coming in, especially in the absence of Will Barton, mm-hmm. and just kind of knowing his role and doing that. Um, Nuggets also only had eight turnovers, which is really good considering how much they passed the ball a lot. And the story of the game, though, <laughs> was Juancho Hernan Gomez coming through in the clutch that game-saving block on Damian Jones with just under four seconds left in the game. What were your thoughts on Wancho's performance? I mean, yeah, that that block was definitely a big one. Um, I think it's a huge confidence booster for the guy. Um, and uh, he's, in that game, he saw quite a bit of playing time and clearly played in the clutch right there with that nice block. And that was just a really big player by a, a relatively small role player. And uh, hopefully we can just see more more things come from Wancho like that. I mean, he definitely has the the um, the potential this season. I mean, his stroke has been looking pretty good. 
He's playing 15 minutes per game. He's only averaging 3.7 points per game. But I mean, again, just a guy that I think has a lot of has a lot of potential. And I'm just really excited to see um, how that's going to kickstart the rest of this season. So, yeah, another negative though, however, from that game, although they did get the win, they shot 57 percent from the free throw line, which is pretty awful, yeah. uh, if I have to say myself. Um, I think if the Nuggets had been able to make at least 75 percent of their free throws, even though that's not great either. Like, just those extra free throws made could have uh, taken a little bit of stress off of them towards the end of that game. But in the end, they pulled it out, and uh, that was a really big win for them early in the season. Moving on to the game against Sacramento, this was also a home game. The Nuggets did win this game as well. Jamal bounced back with uh, 19 points, 6 for 10 overall. Uh, Nikola Jokic also had a great game, 14 points, 12 rebounds, and 6 assists. And finally, Gary Harris, who's been arguably the Nuggets' best player all around mm-hmm. the season, had 18 points, 5 assists, and he shot 8 for 12 from the field. The Nuggets were also able to keep the Kings' starters relatively quiet. Uh, Darren Fox only had 6 points, and he shot 2 for 8 from the field. Uh, what did you think about the Nuggets' performance in that game? Um, This is just a game that they... I feel like in years past, have really struggled. A easy opponent that the Nuggets should definitely beat. And I feel like in years past, they they'll they'll have a big game like against the Warriors, and then they'll go back and they'll just lose like, against a team like Sacramento. But they clearly went out and they played well and they won this game. And just I feel like this team is really starting to mature. And what really stands out is just Gary Harris. This guy is just a proven baller now. I mean, he just goes out every night. It seems like he's going to give you at least 14, 15 points at least per game. He's averaging 20 points per game. And then he's just going to every night play stellar defense. Like he, it just seems like he just never has a bad game on defense. And what really just surprised me this season is his leadership. I just feel like he's very involved in, in all the aspects of the game. And it really looks like he's um, fitting really nicely with Jokic and that, just that pair. They're just, seeming unstoppable at the moment. Yeah, it's important to remember that Gary Harris is only 24 years old. Mm-hmm. So for him to exhibit that kind of leadership for this young team, that's uh, really something that stands out. And especially with uh, leaders like Paul Millsap struggling um, on the court and Isaiah Thomas, who's not playing right now due to injury, um, having a leader like Gary Harris and also um, with Nikola Jokic, their leadership will really help this team come together. Um, there wasn't that many negatives from this game, but uh, Marvin Bagley did go off. He had 20 points, 5 blocks, and he shot 9 for 11 from the field. So, um, I mean, it's not that bad considering he was their highest scorer, but you just want to be able to shut down players and put the game out of reach early on. Uh, the Kings bench also did well as a whole. Justin Jackson had 17 points and Frank Mason had 14 points. So you just kind of want to like limit the scoring, especially if you're able to keep the starters quiet, just be able to make sure that the bench doesn't come in and energize the whole team as mm-hmm. well. But uh, moving on to uh, Nuggets game against the Lakers, which was at Staples Center. This was the Nuggets first loss of the season. And it also came on national television on TNT. Um, what were your thoughts on that game? That was just not a good game for the Nuggets. They did not look good, 
and the Lakers did look good. Um, but what takeaways is Jokic with um, just another great game from Jokic and Murray had a good game. And uh, Monte Morris was probably the biggest nugget of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really good game. But, geez, one guy that really stands out is JaVel McGee. He had 21 points. And just that type of guy should just not go for 21 points against the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. That I mean, LeBron's always going to get his his points, you know, even though we should hold him to under a triple-double. But the guy that I do not like to see 21 points is JaVel McGee because he's just – at this point in JaVel McGee's career, I feel like he should be more of a role player, and I feel like the Nuggets should be able to stop a guy like that, especially having such an athletic center and um, uh, Mason Plumley. And Mason Plumley should be able to shut down JaVel McGee with ease, and that's kind of the big thing in the night. And uh, just it just was not a good game for the Nuggets overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, the Nuggets do struggle a little bit with the pick and roll defense. We saw it before with the Kings. Marvin Bagley is a really athletic guy, and so is JaVale McGee. So I think that while the Nuggets have been solid defensively early on, they do need to work a little bit more on their pick-and-roll defense. Also, Paul Millsap was really, really bad in this game. Six points, three for nine overall. Uh, he also had two possessions late where the Nuggets failed to score, and they could have put the game away. One was a turnover, and one was just – a basket that didn't fall and um, the defense just kind of really really crapped the bed at the end of the game yeah. uh, the offense also wasn't that great either they had eight points in the last five minutes of the game that's not what you want to see from a team that charles barkley claims is the second best team in the western conference what are your thoughts about that the lakers are the second best team the nuggets oh the nuggets yeah I want to say the Nuggets are the second best team in the Western Conference. I think they're top five easily. Um, but, I mean, they're showing promise. I mean, but they can't le- lose to a team. Los Angeles is probably going to be a good team when it comes, when they finally figure things out. But right now, they're not a good team. Mm-hmm. So, that's just a team that the Nuggets should be. And I think Charles Barkley is probably wrong. I don't think the Nuggets are the second best team even though they are ranked second in the Western Conference right now. so, But I like that um, there are people out there because Charles Barkley, he is a national figure and he's, he did play basketball, so he knows what he's talking about. So it's just good to see that the Nuggets are getting that recognition now, but definitely not second best team, I don't think. Yeah, Reggie Miller also did mention during the broadcast that he thought the Nuggets could compete for the second seed, but I think they're still – a little ways away from that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, also another negative from that game is that Jokic had six turnovers, especially some key ones down the stretch. Um, I think you don't really want to see that from your star player, especially, like, last year at Game 82. Uh, Nuggets had a chance to put it away and uh, punch their ticket into the playoffs, and uh, Jokic turned it over yeah. when it mattered most. So I think you just want to see him cut down the turnovers a little bit. Um, some of that may be due to him trying to be unselfish and just spread the ball around, but sometimes you, you just really need your star player to be aggressive mm-hmm. and uh, take it to the hole. And then moving on to last night's game against the Pelicans, uh, it was also another win for the Nuggets. I'd also like to note that uh, the Lakers are still without – 
um, another win. They've only beaten the Nuggets, so I mean, I don't know. That's kind of bad. But, what is the Lakers' record? Um, I like think, one and five. I think they are one and five. One and five. But, yeah. But moving on to uh, the Pelicans game, uh, the Nuggets actually did really well in this game, even though the score was pretty close. They had solid games from all their starters, excluding uh, Torrey Craig, who only played nine minutes. Jamal had 23 points, as did Gary Harris. Uh, Gary Harris also had six rebounds and six assists, and he had a key steal towards the end of the game, which pretty much uh, solidified the win for the Nuggets. Nikola Jokic had a near triple-double. He was just one rebound away. Paul Millsap finally came to finally. play. Yep. Uh, I think this is definitely a long time coming. We're about seven games into the season now. Uh, Paul Millsap did very well, 18 points, eight rebounds, and six for 12 from the field. But I think the biggest story of the night was Malik Beasley playing 31 minutes. Oh, he played that many. Yeah. Mm. Um, Needless to say, I think that's really surprising considering um, he didn't really have a spot in the rotation last season. Mm -hmm. And so I think um, either him or Wancho, they really need to kind of be more consistent, especially with Will Barton out for the time being. Uh, Malik had 12 points, six rebounds, five for nine from the field. I mean, that's all you can ask for from a role player. Um, I would like to see him be a little bit more aggressive if he's playing that well, but uh, did his job, did well on defense. Uh, Trey Lyles also had his best game of the season, 17.6 for 14 overall. And I did see something this morning that uh, Trey Lyles' dad was actually at the game last Mm -hmm. night. And uh, Trey Lyles said, quote, I do a lot better when he's watching. (laughs) So uh, hopefully Trey Lyles' dad starts showing up to more games. Uh, What were your thoughts? On uh, last night's game, I thought they did a really good job throughout the entire game, especially that second quarter. On um, the Pelicans, really made a really nice run towards um, the middle of the fourth quarter, and it was a close game. It was really anybody's game, and the Nuggets at the end of the fourth quarter, which they're kind of sometimes notorious for for choking away games, but they they actually did well at the the back half of that fourth quarter, and they kind of solidified that win and a lot of due part was Gary Harrison just his consistent play and his ability to um score the ball and Jamal even Jamal Murray even had some good plays at the end of that game also so I just feel like the guard play in that game really did well and the one thing I do want to note is Paul Millsap we're paying the guy 30 million dollars a year and he finally did something positive so that's good um but Torrey Craig was not that great on offense, but that's okay. He's out there for more for defense, but you gotta, he should be at least being a knockdown three point shooter. Mm-hmm. And he's just not been that this season. I know he's not the greatest shooter, but you want to see him do more. Um, with for Malik Beasley, I feel like that was my breakout player. And I'm really kind of surprised to play 31 minutes per game last night um, because he hasn't been playing that many minutes per game, no. to be honest. And he's only averaging 15 minutes per game. But he's a guy that's able to score the ball. His shooting stroke looks a lot better. Um, he hit some nice. Uh, he had a nice three pointer. Um, but those are some really meaningful minutes, and hopefully that just kind of jump starts his his um, confidence and everything that he can start playing because he's just a really athletic guy that can have a big impact on this team with with uh, Will Barn out and especially with um, Isaiah Thomas not playing. 
And just, uh, I was really pleased with his performance. And Jokic had a, I mean, he had an average game, but he almost had a triple-double again. Mm -hmm. He was just one rebound away. And um, I thought overall they did pretty well. I don't, they turned over the ball a little too much, but they forced a lot of turnovers, which created a lot of opportunities for them to score. I think as a whole, the entire team played really well. But uh, for sure, I think we, we, so for you guys don't know, we uh, do this thing called Nugget of the Night, and we give each player the, a Nugget of the Night, and we gave that one to Jamal Murray. He was just super consistent. He had a total of five steals last night. He was just a player that was able to um, to do a lot for the team, and just it was a great team win overall. Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Tori Craig, he's not the greatest on offense. No. Uh, he's definitely really good on defense, as we mentioned, especially in that Golden State game. Um, but at some point, you just kind of, you got to find your groove. Paul Millsap was able to do that last night. But uh, Torrey Craig has not shot well on the season thus far. 36.4 from the field and uh, honestly putrid 14.3 from the three-point yeah. line. And uh, you just can't be doing that, especially if um, like teams are just going to start sagging off of you if you can't stretch the floor. I mean... A really good example is Andre Roberson, really great defensive player, but almost a total liability on offense. And if you can't add anything on offense, eventually you're not going to be seeing the court because as Jabari Parker said the other day, they don't pay you to play defense. <laughs> so um, I think it'll be interesting to see who starts at small for it tomorrow, whether that's Torrey Craig or Malik Beasley or even Wancho. Um, but the Nuggets did struggle a little bit from the three-point line, um, 31%, which isn't bad, but um, for the amount of threes that they took, you want to see them hit a little bit more. Uh, Drew Holiday did have a really good game for the Pelicans, 16 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists, and 7 for 13 from the field. Um, he was a really big reason why the Pelicans almost came back and won the game. Julius Randle as well had a great game, 24 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and 8 of 13 from the field. Um, as I mentioned before, the Nuggets do seem to struggle a lot with uh, big men, mm -hmm. big athletic men um, in the pick and roll. So I think um, they still do need to work a little bit more on that, but I'm sure that will, yeah. uh, as the season progresses. Those numbers are going to be pretty high because they, they switched over their pick and roll defense a little bit. They're going to have Jokic, um, a lot of times come out and hedge on that screen. So that just puts an opportunity for the big man to get a lot of easier points. But that's why we're seeing also this season for the opposing guards. They're not going to have as many points scored because of that hedging defense. And that's what was killing the Nuggets last year where other guards were just lining the Nuggets up. And just, I mean, I'd rather have Julius Randle go off for 24 and we get the win. And Or who would you rather have score the ball? Drew, Drew Holiday go off for like, a guy that can easily get 30 points or mm -hmm. Randall get 24. I mean, it just kind of pick your poison. I think that's, I mean, the defense, the defensive scheme is definitely working. I think they should keep with it, even if Julius Randall does get 24 points. Yeah. Um, so the Nuggets do play tomorrow um, on Halloween. They play at Chicago against the Bulls. Bulls are currently uh, 2-5, and five, 11th in the Eastern Conference. Uh, they just got annihilated by the Golden State Warriors. Klay Thompson set an NBA record for three-pointers made in the game with 14. Uh, the Nuggets 
come into this game with a 5-1 record. They're one blemish that lost to the Lakers, as mm-hmm. I mentioned before. Uh, the Nuggets, their offense hasn't been great at times. Their offensive rating is middle of the pack, 12th, but their defensive rating is fourth in the league right now. So they're definitely emphasizing defense a lot more this season, mm-hmm. uh, more than in years past. Um, the Bulls' offensive rating, surprisingly, is only is 15th. But uh, their defensive rating is 29th. So they're scoring at a decent uh, pace, but their defense is definitely not the reason why they're mm-hmm. <laughs> winning games. Uh, Zach Levine, the Bulls' starting shooting guard, is currently averaging 28.1 points per game, and he's shooting 51% from the field. He's also averaging four turnovers per game, however. Uh, newly signed Jabari Parker, who is a Chicago native. He's averaging 15.9 points per game off the bench with uh, six rebounds per game. Nikola Jokic and Gary Harris have been performing really well uh, to this point in the season, so uh, if the offense can run through them. Uh, it looks like it will be another win for the Nuggets. Uh, as I mentioned before, who will start at small forward, Torrey Craig or Malik Beasley? Who do you think will be, Drew? I mean, they're going to stick with Torrey Craig, I'm pretty sure. I don't really see him making a lineup change, but I do see Craig maybe playing less minutes. I could see Malik Beasley playing a lot of minutes because of the guard play that um, the Bulls have with like Zach Levine and everything, just those matchups. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, but I do expect Torrey Craig to get that start. Yeah. Um, power forwards also need to step up a little bit more. Paul Millsap and Trailers did have their best games of the season last night. But you definitely want to see more consistency from them uh, as they go into their uh, final season of their contracts. And the keys to the game we have are uh, Pressure Levine and Lock Him Down. He's averaging four turnovers a game. So uh, I think if they can get some early pressure on him, make him uncomfortable, uh, it will lead to a lot of transition points, fast break points. Key number two to run the offense through Gary Harris and Nikola Jokic. But also get others involved as well. You don't want the offense to just be focusing on Gary and Jokic. But also they have a lot of other offensive weapons like Jamal Murray, Paul Millsap, and then off the bench to Monte Morris, Malik Beasley. And then the final key is to lock down Chicago's big men. They have some pretty decent athletic big men in Wendell Carter Jr. and uh, Cristiano Felicio. So I think if the Nuggets can kind of bunker down and uh, do a little bit better on their pick-and-roll defense, this should be an easy win. Do you have anything to add, Drew? Yeah, I mean, this is a game, again, that the Nuggets should definitely go out and win. Um, And it's not like they're playing a back-to-back right now on that. So I expect them to to get the win. Um, I think as long as they stay true to who they are and they play good defense, um, they'll be okay, and if uh, if Zach Levine gets 28 points tomorrow night, I don't know. Like we'll see if they even win that game because that's a lot of points per game for a player. Um, but I think Gary Harris, he's gonna have to have a good game because he's for sure gonna guard Zach Levine. Um, but we'll just see how it goes. Um, hopefully the Nuggets can get a dub. I'm gonna project uh, project uh, Jamal Murray has a pretty big game tomorrow night. I think just the the, the the defensive ability of the um, guards that the Bulls have, I don't think they can really stop, stop either Jamal Murray or Gary Harris. And I just think Jamal Murray is going to be a big beneficiary of that. And I think he's going to go off for some 
pretty good points tomorrow. Looking at the injury report for tomorrow's game, uh, Will Barton, as we've mentioned before, is out. He had surgery last week um, for his hip. He'll be out for about five to six weeks. So looking at uh, probably mid-December return, uh, Michael Porter Jr., the Nuggets draft pick from this past draft, uh, he had back surgery this summer. Still no official timetable for his return. Isaiah Thomas also had hip surgery this summer. He does not have an official timetable as well. And lastly, Jared Vanderbilt, the Nuggets' second-round draft pick from this past draft, had foot surgery. He also has no official timetable mm-hmm. for his return. Looking at the Bulls, um, they have a pretty decent chunk of their starters out right now. Chris Dunn, Laurie Markkinen, Bobby Portis, and Denzel Valentine are all out for an extended period of time right now. Laurie Markkinen is expected to be out until late November with an elbow injury. Chris Dunn is expected to be out until mid-December with an MCL sprain. And Bobby Portis is also expected to be out until mid-December with an MCL sprain. Denzel Valentine has had some lingering ankle issues. Um, He'll be out at least two more weeks, according to the Bulls head coach, Fred Hoiberg. Uh, This is normally the part of the podcast where we'll exit with the uh, outro, but uh, I just wanted to remember our good buddy, uh, Brady Forrest Gibson, who uh, his birthday was recently um, on October 28th, and uh, we just wanted to uh, remember him as he was a big Nuggets fan, and we did enjoy uh, watching Nuggets games with him. Uh, he recently passed away a couple months ago. So uh, we'd just like to take this time to uh, remember him. And uh, we'll see you next time.